Hey there, Quajo here. And if you haven't heard my voice, I'm the new host of the Art of Online Business. Quick update on my new offer. I did not expect the initial launch spots to sell out so fast. I'm talking about Facebook ad setup to success, which is one-on-one -on -one Facebook ads coaching for the driven course creator from me, three Zoom calls within a month and unlimited support in between so that you can run your lead generation campaigns, your launch campaigns, your SLO, self-liquidating offer funnels, exactly like I would, getting all my tips and tricks and strategies plus just unlimited support inside of Slack or Voxer or one lady's even doing it from inside of Messenger with screen recordings, Loom recordings, this sort of thing, questions. This is what I'm doing, but all those limited spots that at the initial launch price, they are gone. And I just wanted to explain that out of integrity to the people who took those first spots, um, the price has gone up and there are one, there's one spot maybe two if I do some scheduling jujitsu for May, otherwise we're booking into June. You can click on the link in the description below to find out more, or you can go to theartofonlinebusiness.com forward slash call if you need that kind of one-on-one -on -one Facebook help. All right, back to the episode. My guest today on the podcast, he's a member of my accelerator program, and he recently posted in our Facebook group, something that had pretty much the entire group crying <laughs> with in, in, in happiness. He bought his mom a car, something he'd been wanting to do for over 10 years. And he recently had his first six-figure launch in his business. And with, that, uh, with the revenue from the launch, he bought his mom a car. And he posted video of giving his mom the car and his mom's reaction in the group. And it was just amazing. And the growth that Carrie Egler has had over the past seven months or so has been amazing. And I've really been wanting to get him on the show here for a while to share his journey with you and how he has been able to do what he's, what he's doing in his business right now and create all kinds of freedom for himself and his family. And it's been so cool to watch and just be a small part of that. So we're going to dive into uh, Kerry Eggler. I'll describe who he is and, and what he does here right after the intro, but uh, let's get into it. Welcome to the Art of Online Business Podcast. My name is Rick Mulready, and I'm an online business coach, Facebook and Instagram ads expert, lifestyle entrepreneur, and I'm a total coffee snob as well. Each week, you're going to learn actionable strategies, mindsets, and tips that take the guesswork out of growing and scaling a profitable online business so that you can truly become an entrepreneur with impact. This podcast is your secret weapon for fast-tracking the growth of your online business. Let's do this. All right. Welcome back to the podcast, my friends. Thank you so much for tuning in today. Super appreciate you. I'm Rick Mulready. You're here, host of the Art of Online Business podcast. And today's guest, this dude's awesome. I'm so excited about today's episode. Kerry Egler, he is an online entrepreneur and he's the founder of Shirt School. He helps online t-shirt and apparel sellers increase their revenue and profits through a system that he created called the Shirt School. So he has an online program. And in this system, in the shirt school system, he helps 
t-shirt and apparel sellers grow their business without the pain of buying a lot of inventory, like working nonstop or needing to be really creative or techie. And I've had the honor of working with Carrie over the past seven months or so. And it's been so cool to watch his business grow. When I when we first started working together, he's he's a member of our accelerator uh, coaching program. He was I don't remember how much he was doing you know per month when he came in, but he was starting to get some some momentum. And uh, but the thing with Carrie was he was kind of a little bit all over the place in what he was doing, and I mean that in a good way because Carrie loves to test different things. He had a free Facebook group and he had his email list and and everything like that. So. One of the things that we did with him was just really dial in his focus and got him pointed in one direction. And uh, he's really quick to uh, take action on things, meaning like YouTube channel, uh, starting a podcast and and just doing a launch and getting content out there. And up until recently, he's been a one-person show. Uh, he now has a small office in his hometown. He has his first full-time employee. And it's just been really, really cool to see. And as I mentioned at the very beginning of the show, he just wrapped up his first six-figure launch in his business, which is so cool. And um, I wanted him to come on to kind of break down everything that he's done with his business over the past year or so and how he's gotten to where he is right now because he started off doing some launches. Uh, He, like most people, Uh, had his course evergreened right off the bat and it was doing okay. But then we started tweaking his business a little bit and just really refined what he was doing in the business and he's just taken off. And now he's asking bigger and and better questions when it comes to his business and uh, and scaling it. And, And his, the whole reason that he's doing, it's just so cool to watch how important his family is. And as I mentioned at the very top of the show, he recently bought his mom a car from some of the proceeds from his recent launch. And just he's just a really good dude. So really excited to uh, welcome Carrie on to the show today and, and share with you his journey and how he's done things. And I, there's so much that you're going to be able to glean from his story and the strategies that he's using and, uh, and, and all that stuff. Um, now, before we get into it with Carrie, if you are a course creator, if you're an online coach, Uh, Maybe you've got a membership and you're ready to optimize your business towards seven figures, but you're not sure really, you know, what you should be doing to get there. Then I want to invite you to apply for my brand newly up-leveled accelerator coaching program. Okay. So if you're feeling overwhelmed, if you're feeling confused about what you should be doing in your business, like your next steps, if you're stuck in a pattern of unreliable and inconsistent monthly revenue, I'll tell you right now, what you think is keeping you from growing your business is not actually the problem. Nine times out of 10, when I first start talking to somebody, they think it's one thing and it is something completely different. And that's what we do inside of Accelerator. We identify that, we optimize your business and get you growing to the next level that much more quickly, okay? Because making the transition from what I call being the stuck online entrepreneur to what also I call the optimized CEO means you've got to focus on three areas, optimizing your mindset, optimizing your, how you look at generating revenue. So optimizing your sales process and optimizing how and where you spend your time. All right. And Accelerator is about thinking differently and bigger about your business, about your team, about your funnels, about your ads, about your vision, so that you can create more freedom in your life and be on a path to seven figures and have a bigger impact. 
Okay. So if you are an online course creator, online coach, and you're averaging at least 5K a month in your online business, but you're now feeling stuck and unsure of what to do and you're overwhelmed with all the things, then I would invite you to apply, it's application only, for my Accelerator Coaching Program. Okay, to learn more and to apply, go to rickmulready.com forward slash accelerator. Again, it's rickmulready.com forward slash accelerator. All right, without further ado, let's dive into it with Carrie Egler. Carrie, welcome to the podcast. How you doing, man? I'm doing good. You are sitting in your new office that yes. I was giving you a hard time before this. It kind of looks like um, like the coloring on your camera makes it look like a little greenish. Yep. And it almost looks like a, a therapy office. Are you in a therapy office right now? No, this is called, you know, taking an old office and trying to make it look cool. <laughs> it's it not, not doing very well so far. <laughs> it looks good. It looks good, man. Just give me a hard time. So first time on the podcast here, I'm pumped to, uh, pumped to chat with you. Why don't you tell uh, everybody a little bit about yourself, what you do, and then I want to dive into your journey over the past year or so, because we first met via Zoom here, what was that, like late, uh, late fall-ish of 2019. And here we are recording in June of 2020. And you come a long way, man, um, and on so many different levels. And so why don't we, why don't we start there? Who are you? What do you do? And, and uh, let's talk a little bit about how you got to where you are right now. Well, my name is Carrie Egler. I'm the creator of Shirt School, and it's an online course and community. Uh, we help online t-shirt and apparel sellers grow and scale their business, you know, make more sales and more, more revenue. So that's what we do. And I wanted to tell you also, I, I think you know this, I told, I told you when, I, when we first met, I'm a longtime listener of the podcast, but I was thinking about it, I've probably been listening for over three years. I know oh, you've, really? been on, you've been on a long time, but I, so I'm a huge fan. And this is like, this is so crazy. Just thinking about like three or four years ago, like it's listening in my car you, man. and now I'm on the podcast. Yeah. Before so I even had it. You're going to have to get business. back in your car when this episode airs to listen to yourself on the show. <laughs> yeah. That's awesome. That's awesome. So what made you start? Like, wh- how long have you been doing shirt school? And what were you doing before that? So we started shirt school, the Facebook group, like kind of started building the community in September of 2019, like right at the beginning of September 2019. Mm-hmm. Before that, I was running my own t-shirt, you know, store, and I still do. And um, I'd been doing that for uh, for about two years or so. And I'd also been learning Facebook ads, running Facebook ads for a few different companies, you know, doing digital marketing in, in a few different ways. My brother-in-law is a really successful online entrepreneur and he, I worked with him on projects. And so I'd been in this world kind of for a couple of years, taking courses, all that kind of stuff. But in September is when I decided, you know, I really want to start teaching people how to do what I've done. And obviously having like a t-shirt business is so much fun. And, you know, you have friends and family that see what you're doing and they're like, what, what are you you're making money with t-shirts? Like, yeah. I want to do that. You know? So it's just a, uh, so many people asking people me money sent you people, people sent you money on PayPal <laughs> for, no, for what? Yeah. For a t-shirt. Yeah. 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 So I, I mean, I literally had like friends and family like, man, can you teach me how to do this? And you know, so it's just like, well, yeah, I mean, I can show you, but and so I just decided like, how cool is it to have a t-shirt? I mean, everybody wants to have a t-shirt business. So, you know, I just started building this community, building this course. There, a few years ago, I don't remember exactly when it was, but there was a a big like t-shirt business was all the rage, right? Like Teespring and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. Is that kind of when you started to get into it? When, you know, that was kind of, it was kind of a cool thing to be looking at and trying to trying to do. 
And I, I, I had a few friends at the time who tested it out and started to get into it. And some of them, the business took off. They did really well with it. Others, you know, just kind of fizzled. But is that kind of when you got, when you got into things? So this was probably mid, it was around mid 2017 when I okay. you know, first did this. It's a pretty interesting story. I was actually in retail. I was a retail store manager for a wireless company, like a cell phone company mm-hmm. um, for literally like six years. Like I, I moved up in the company. I started in sales and moved up to a manager. And then I was, I was literally like on the cusp of becoming a district manager I was going to make six figures. I was like this, you know, I was so excited and interviewing around the country. I live in Oklahoma, but I was interviewing for these different jobs around the country. And uh, right when I, I literally thought I was about to get a promotion, this huge promotion, I got fired mm-hmm. and uh, I got fired from my job. And um, this like mid 2017 and some of my employees were doing some shady stuff. I didn't know about it, but I was in leadership. So it was just this whole thing. So I literally went to my brother-in-law because my brother-in-law for years, he's this online entrepreneur guy. You know, nobody knows what he does, but he makes all this money online. <laughs> what the heck? Mm-hmm. So he's been he'd been telling me for years, like you need to have a side hustle. You need to have a side hustle, you know, online. And uh, it, it was intriguing, but I loved my career. And so once I got fired, I, like the next day, I went to him. I it's like, hey, this guy, you know, he's been telling me. And so he was like, was he like, number was he like, I told you so. <laughs> <laughs> well, it was one of those things where I was like, should I go back to work and get another job or should I try something else? You know, I didn't know anything about online business. Did you, you know, think but- you had job security when you were with the wireless 100%. company? Because I, I felt that too. I, I mean, when I was in the corporate world, I was like, yeah, I have job security. I got a check coming in every two, every two weeks. And, oh, and, my, I and my wife, I mean, we had a one-year-old son. Like mm-hmm. my wife was like, she loved the job. You know, we, I was making probably $80,000 a year store manager. Yep. I mean, it was yeah. so secure. And I, and I'll like, I, I did really well at my job at, at retail at, you know, I had ran some of the top stores in our area at different times. And um, so I felt so secure, you know, like, oh, they could never fire me. I'd have such good sales numbers and mm-hmm. all this stuff. And it was, it was really, it was really difficult. And like I said, we had a one-year-old son, we had our mortgage and car payments and all this stuff. Yeah. And How do you feel about the job just, security now? looking back, thinking that you had the job security in the corporate world, which is exactly how I felt when I was there. And, you know, here you are a couple of years into your online business, you know, not even a full year into the, the shirt school business where you're doing really well, which we're going to talk about. How do you feel about that job security kind of stuff now? You know, I think the biggest thing is just being in control. Like I'm just in a hundred percent control. I can work when I want. I can make as much money as I, you know, want basically, you know, mm-hmm. obviously it's not that easy, but you know, you can control your income and it's just incredible to, to even just look at this year, you know, we're through five months and, you know, I've made more money than, than ever. Just, I mean, just in this five months, like I beat every year that I've ever had in any, any job, you know? So it's pretty incredible. It's, it's pretty awesome. Well, you, I'll tell you this, that you reached that realization of security way before I did because when I left the job, my corporate world the, the my corporate world, the corporate world in the fall of twenty twelve, you know, I've talked a lot about my story. I fumbled around for fifteen months. I didn't really get any traction until January twenty fourteen. But it still took me probably honestly two to three years to feel like even though I was doing really well, starting, you know, in January twenty fourteen, we did hundred and ten thousand the first year and then things just you know, started incrementally improving from there. It took me a while like to feel like I, you know, that security 
was because I, I kind of had one foot in, one foot out. I was like, well, I can always go back to the corporate world, even though I would hate it. And it wasn't until I realized, you know what? I have way more job security, quote unquote, job now for the exact reasons that you just said than when we we're in the corporate, when I was in the corporate world. Because the same thing could happen, you know, and, and, and this is nothing against the corporate world. I just didn't, it, I just didn't enjoy it. But I could have gone in on a Thursday and they could have said, all right, you're done tomorrow. I'm like, what? You know, but now, just like you said, we have so much more and everybody who's listening right now, running your own business, you have the control on your job security. And that's a, that's a really cool feeling. So you felt that within the first, you know, five, six, seven months here, and it took me a few years. So that's awesome. Now with that feeling, knowing that you're, that you control your destiny, that sounds very Star Wars-ish, you control your destiny, (laughs) but like, what does that do for you? Like, what does that mindset do for you? I have so many things going through my head. I'm just thinking about a couple of things you said, but you know, I have so much confidence in, uh, in what I'm doing. And I, all I can think about is, you know, the key to everything has just been joining the accelerator program. I mean, I, this is not a plug, but I, yeah. I have to say it, like being in your program, you know, I just thinking about all the people I know that go through this journey and just struggle for so long, you know, with online business or just with business in general, yeah. you know, having that coach, that support group, um, that training there, I'm so thankful that I took that leap and joined your, your accelerator program. Cause that's, that's just been, been the key to, to getting there. Uh, my mindset's completely changed. You know, back in, in January, we had that first accelerator retreat and that was a huge mindset shift for me coming out of that. Cause that's when the real growth started coming out of that accelerator retreat, mm-hmm. being around your other accelerator students who have had way more success than me. And then the, the speakers and coaches you brought in, the teaching you did, just uh, put me in a position where I, I had the mindset I needed to go get the growth that I wanted. So it's pretty incredible. As you started to grow there. So where were you revenue wise six months ago? So you said you started the store, uh, excuse me, the, the, um, the, the shirt school, you had your Facebook group in September of 2019. Was there a plan to monetize that? Like what was your plan as you started that Facebook group? So I bought a, I bought a course basically when I first started this thing. Uh, and it was just kind of a course on this kind of Facebook group launch strategy. So I, I bought this course, you know, early September, 2019. And that was my plan. Just kind of follow that course. And what the course taught me was to how to launch inside of a Facebook group. Mm-hmm. So I built that group up throughout September. You know, I was needing to, to, I wanted to get this thing generating some cash. And so I launched it at the end of September and we, it was really successful. Like we did, about $10,000 in the first week with a brand new course that I recorded on a webcam, you know, in, in a few days and just kind of for, threw I it for, together. I forget. Did you, re, did you create the course before selling it or did you sell it first and then create it? I actually did create it before, before okay. selling it. I, okay. I didn't know that strategy or I probably would have done it different, <laughs> yeah. but, uh, but, it but I created out. the course. It yeah. It, it was, uh, it was the best I could do at the time. And, uh, yep. And so I did about $10,000 in that first week. That was, you know, early, early October when I launched it. And then I immediately took it evergreen, like, cause it's just like, wow, I, you know, why would I do another live launch? So I just, <laughs> <laughs> so I, did, I took it evergreen and that, and that was a uh, man. Well, I should say I've always been a Facebook ads guy. And when I did that group launch in conjunction with that, I was running Facebook ads for a webinar launch, like a live webinar launch. 
Wait, wait. In conjunction with the Facebook group launch, you were already you were like you were going to do the launch within the group, but you were also running ads to do a live webinar launch. Yes, yeah. So I was it was kind of separate. Like I I had no idea what I was doing. So I was going to say, why are you doing that? I don't think I did. Like, why are you doing? I basically did a live webinar in the group and said and like you know pitched the course and everything. But then I did a Zoom webinar. Okay. For all these people from Facebook ads, I had 750 people register. Cause I was running uh, the Facebook. Ad. I'm getting for leads the, at like for the webinar. Yeah. I'm getting leads at like 90 cents or something. So I'm just pumping the money in there as much as I could. I didn't have much to, to spend on it, but yeah. So I get 750 people register. I had about 125 show up. I sold zero, not a zilch. It was a, it was a huge disaster. Trolls in the comments. I mean, the whole thing was this like everybody's first webinar. webinar experience. <laughs> yes. It was that, about, you, that it, you ran in the group. <laughs> and it went about 35 minutes because I, I I could not figure out content. With you're talking about like a 15 minute pit pitch and a right. 35 minute webinar, and I mean I just got destroyed. Like anybody's first experience on a webinar that you've heard of, any <laughs> entrepreneur, it, mine was about the same. Just yeah. got destroyed and zero sales. <laughs> um, so I was like, let's take it evergreen. I mean, it obviously works so well. <laughs> let's take it evergreen. <laughs> I had no sales, so why not take it evergreen? Okay. <laughs> so I, I literally uploaded that that webinar from the Zoom uh, to Evergreen, believe it or not. And um, I got some Wait, sales. Wait, the 35-minute thir- one? Mm-hmm. Where, where yep. 15 minutes of was your pitch? Okay. okay. Yep. Yep. All right. Uh, I uploaded that Evergreen in o- sometime in October, like right after the, the live launch, which my group did really well because I'd been warming them up for so long. It was like the webinar could be anything and they would have bought, you know, because I'd been warming those leads up. Let me ask you a question about the group. So number one, how long was it before you launched to them. So if you launched, you opened the group in September 2019, at when did you launch to them? On September 30th. So it was like the... Oh, so it was like 30 days. Yeah, 30 days. And then, okay. And then how are you getting people into the group? I was literally just posting in other groups, you know, okay. just, just giving value, answering questions, finding, basically just finding the big e- e-commerce groups out there on Facebook and just kind of engaging with people. Nothing spammy, like it was nothing, right. you know, nothing like that. Just answering com- you know, questions on comments, people would post, Hey, is, how are your sales? And I'd say, here's, here's what my sales are from my t-shirt store, you know, just stuff like that. And yeah. just answering questions. And, and I set up my Facebook profile. So people just filtered in there, you know? Nice. Did you have an email list at this point? Uh, I was building it from the, from the Facebook ads. And then okay. in the group, in the You're group, right. I was collecting emails. You gotcha. Know? Okay. Uh, so you have your group, you do a launch in there. You did mm-hmm. about 10K on your launch. How much was the program at that time? 497. Okay. So 497 program, 10K, you're simultaneously doing, I don't think I remember this. You're simultaneously doing cold webinar, no sales, like 750 people registered, um, no sales. And then you thought it was a good idea to evergreen that webinar. Okay, cool. But you started to make some sales <laughs> off of it. A little bit. I, guys, like, I, I'm not making fun of Carrie. Carrie is like, I've got no Carrie really well. And I just, I joke with him just because he's like, as you're hearing here, he, he doesn't stop. Like he learns from, this is what we, what I want to encourage all of you to be doing is he learns from what he's doing and continues to move forward. And each time he learns something, he's like, all right, let me test something new based on something that didn't work. And then it's a progression and you're going to hear how well Carrie's you know, doing at this point. But okay, going back to the Evergreen webinar, you're making a few sales. So I assume that you're running ads into the Evergreen funnel. 
Yeah, so running ads into the Evergreen funnel, uh, and then I would say October through December, I was probably I probably did between five and ten thousand a month, somewhere in there. Off the um, Evergreen. Yeah, I mean it was it was a uh, well, I was also working my group really hard. I mean, a lot of sales were coming from the group, so I was mm-hmm. just DMing people, giving so much value. Like, I mean, live trainings every week, posts every day, answer every question, just the hustle work to do anything I could to make to, to get people in the program. And so, yeah, I was doing about five to 10 K. I was feeling pretty good about where I was at, you know, I, and I kept tweaking that evergreen webinar. I took the zoom mm-hmm. file and uploaded it, but then it was like, you know, every week I'm analyzing it and doing a new webinar and record, re-recording it, re-recording it. So just incrementally improving. Okay. And in October is when I applied for accelerator. Yeah. And so as you are making improvements to the evergreen, were you sending people from the group into the evergreen funnel or were you, or maybe both, or were you running ads directly to the evergreen? Uh, yeah, just, just both. I was, I was doing both. I basically did my little live launch and then I was just, you know, posting frequently. And at the end of my lives, I would say, Hey, we've, you know, we've uploaded an on-demand web class. Here's a link, you know, go, go watch it, see what you think. And then I would get interested people and then I would DM them and, you know, manual kind of work. So you were just shooting them a link. You were connecting with them via DM and that you were shooting them the link to the Evergreen. Like, yeah, go yeah, watch this, that's, go watch that was this free main, training. Yeah, basically. Yeah. How many people so by the end of 2019 you'd been you'd been doing it for a few months. How many people were in the group? Um by the end of 2019, I'd probably say somewhere around 500 to 800, somewhere in there. What was the I mean this is, I mean, the, what you were ex- what you were doing at this time is so common, right? It's like something is working, but I should probably also try something else, <laughs> right? To distract you from what's actually working. What was actually working for you was the group building building that rapport, building that KLT factor of you know no like and trust, and then launching to them. But you thought, all right, I should probably also do an evergreen over here. What was kind of the mindset at that point? Because it's so common. And, and I'm raising my hand right now. I did the same thing early on as well. I didn't evergreen too quickly. I mean that more so from the perspective of I thought more was better. And I'm like, oh, I'll do this. Oh, I'll do this. Oh, I'll do this. Because I'm like, oh, because more equals growth. What was the mindset at that point when you were the group was working, but you were also like, I want to do evergreen? Was it kind of like, oh, if I do evergreen you know, money's going to come in every day and I can have that passive income that is, you know, so often talked about. Yeah. I think that, um, well, as I kind of said before, like I've been listening to your podcast for three years, you Mm -hmm. know, and so I I was super into Facebook ads. I'd run, run Facebook ads for clients, for, you know, different businesses, for my own t-shirt business. I mean, all that stuff. So from the get go, I was like, I'm going to use Facebook ads to, to promote this, some, you know, this course and everything. So it was like, it was a, it was a natural fit for me to like, as I started figuring out the group thing, cause I ne- also never sold a high ticket product. I was used to selling 20 to $25 shirts. Right. So I was like, how do you sell a higher ticket product? Like I didn't know how to sell it. So I was kind of testing these different methods, figuring things out. And obviously I think every course person, they probably say evergreen is the most attractive method. It's like you, you know, you just run ads and it's going to be millions of dollars in your account. Yay. You know, and, and you're done. <laughs> While you're but, sitting on a beach with, you know, yeah. drinking your hand. And so, uh, <laughs> so at that time I was just thinking like, I, I can't do this forever because I'm connecting with 20 to do, 50 you people. You can't do what 
forever. Oh, the Facebook group and how you the were Facebook connecting? Group. Okay. Yeah. Like I can't DM 20 to 50 people a day forever. I can't post. There's, I'm going to run out of groups and content and to post and get people into my group. And it's, you know, it's just like, this isn't like long-term sustainable, but it's, it's a, it was great to get my course off the ground, get some testimonials, get my first 50 ish people into the, into the course, you know? Sure. So it was a great platform, but I also didn't know how to utilize both. I didn't know how to use Facebook ads to not only sell my course, but fill my group and use them in conjunction. And that's one of the things that when I joined Accelerator, that's, that's kind of where we went is where we're able to utilize both. Yeah. And I I do remember that conversation in January where, you know, we said, let's pull back and let's do another live launch. Right. Wasn't that the conversation we did live? You know, it's like, let's, you got the Facebook group working. You are um, building relationships with people, having them come in the conversation. It was really engaged group. And if I'm not mistaken, it's still very much is an engaged group for you, but the evergreen could have been performing a little bit better for you at the time. So it's like, all right, well, let's step back and do a live launch. And I, if I'm not mistaken, you had some resistance to doing that because I think from what you just said, you're like, you had it in your mind where like, you know what, I want to, you know, I want this to work evergreen. And I think what we were saying was it can absolutely perform how you want it to on an evergreen basis, but let's step back and dial the funnel in a little bit more, dial the webinar in a little bit more via a live launch, take the learnings and then maybe do another live launch again or then go to Evergreen at that point. So what were you doing? What was that like for you in you know early this year in January when you kind of made that transition of sort of from a strategic approach? I think the biggest thing, the biggest mindset shift was you know, in January, we had that accelerator retreat. You know, you told me straight up like, you're doing a live launch. <laughs> yeah. Shut down the evergreen. You're doing a live launch. And you know, this is, this is my, my, was my biggest source of income. I had a few other things on the side in my t-shirt store and all, you know, different things, but, but it was like, man, I just shut, I just got to shut down the evergreen and just do this live thing. What if nobody buys? My first webinar was a huge fail. What if my mm-hmm. webinar sucks again? That was my really own, my, my only real experience doing a live webinar was that first one where it just completely tanked. So I knew I had to do everything from scratch, you know, and I was just like, man, am I ready for this journey? Like to do Mm -hmm. this launch and January, we did pretty good. You know, we did about $15,000 in January on Evergreen. So I was like, well, this is going pretty well. Like, but you know, I decided that I joined your program. Obviously, you know, I was there for a reason and I trusted you. So I'm going to do, and I told everybody, I told my wife, I told my brother-in-law who's kind of a mentor to me. Mm-hmm. I like, look, I'm just going to do everything Rick says. <laughs> I'm in this program. I'm doing everything Rick says. I'm not going to deviate from the plan and do what I want to do. Mm-hmm. So that was very scary, especially because in February we were just closed. Sure. No evergreen, yeah. no, no launch. You know, we had some recurring revenue, that kind of thing. But you know, what were you doing much. as you, as you quote unquote closed down at that point, what were you doing with the people in the group? Because the group was still continuing to grow what were you doing with them at this at this point? So in January, were you still funneling them into? Were you still having those DM conversations, if you will, and still funneling them into the Evergreen, or what was happening there? Um, in January, I was still doing a lot of group stuff, still getting some group sales, and, mm-hmm. but more sales were coming from the Facebook ads to Evergreen. Okay, they just weren't very consistent. Profit was not huge. It was just like. I just don't know if this is really working that well. Like, you know, for me, $15,000 was a really exciting revenue Mm -hmm. number. But when you looked at the, when you really broke it down, it was like, ah, is this really, 
is this really working like I want it to? Based so on your when, ad spend and stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. we, and we were, we were making some good money, but when I broke it down, it was like most of that good money was coming from the group, you know, yeah. and we'd been, t- we'd been saying over and over, you got to do the group because that's what working for you, mm-hmm. you know? So it was just like, oh man. So we decided to do a live launch and we scheduled that for the uh, middle of March. So mm-hmm. basically the whole month of February, I ran my first lead magnet. I never run a lead magnet before. I gave away a free PDF of my entire system that just broke down the steps. Didn't have the how-to, but broke down the, the steps of the system that mm-hmm. we have, short school system. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and so I gave that away. I mean, I was getting lead costs at, you know, 50 cents, a dollar. I mean, super cheap. Didn't run a ton of ad spend, but I was, my, my whole purpose was to take advantage of the group because that had been the most successful thing. So I ran people from Facebook ads to the lead magnet. And then immediately, all I wanted to do was get them in the group. Yeah. Once, once I got them in the group, uh, all I did was give just massive value for six weeks before the launch. So this was beginning of February launch in the middle of March. So I just went every week, almost every day, I'm in there giving some kind of value, free trainings, you know, all that kind of stuff. Gave them the free PDF, obviously. I released a couple other lead magnets. Like I had one that was like 60 some odd ways to get traffic to your t-shirt store. I mean, just different stuff like that. 60? It was like 60 something. Yeah. I think I mentioned that to you one time. You were like, why not just give them 10 for 10? Start with 10. It's like, I remember. I mean, 60 is cooler though. Right. Yes. It's a higher number. It's a cooler number. Yeah. I got you. So you're, you're nurturing them over six weeks or so um, through the month of February into March, live webinar in March. Did you do one webinar? Did you do multiple webinars? I actually, I forget. I don't remember. I don't remember that. I did four webinars. Over what I did time? four webinars. Over what time period? Uh, well, it's going to sound funny, but it was, it was over about, it was over about eight or nine days, but that, the actually three, the three main webinars were just two days. They were just two on one gotcha, day and one okay. on the next day. I did kind of, I don't know if I've heard of anybody doing this, but I, I had a wait list because the course had been shut down. So I had this yep. little wait list. Uh-huh. And what I did is about two weeks before the live launch, I went in my Facebook group, went live and said, Hey, you know, I started building that anticipation, that excitement. And I was like, Hey, you know, we're, we're working on a new version of the course. We're updating it, all this stuff. It's going to be launching soon. If you want to get on the wait list, we're going to give you early access to this new version of the course, new tools we have. And we're going to do a special launch for you, just you guys. So about a week before the live launch, I did a secret launch for my wait list. And uh, that was really successful. That was the highest converting webinar by far. And, and it was really successful. And it was just nice a week before the big launch to validate the webinar, to validate the, yeah. you know, all that stuff. Like it was, it was pretty cool. I remember that. So, What kind of revenue did you generate from that first one? Do you remember? That, yeah, that's tough. I think I want to say the first one was probably around 10K or 12K just on that okay. little secret one. But I mean, we only had like 120 people on that on the wait list and then had, yeah. I think like 40 show up and generated, you know, 10 or 12 grand from just like 40 people on a webinar. So it's, it you know, it's great. pretty cool. I mean, your show up rate was awesome. You had 40% yeah. show up rate. That's awesome. Yeah. yeah. Cause those so are, that's those a, are the that's most engaged before. leads. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and, and that's a week before. So that gives you some confidence that gives you some momentum rolling into the, you know, quote unquote cold, if you will, webinar. So what started happening at that point when you, when you were rolling out the new webinars? It was, uh, I mean, it was great. I mean, we, the first webinar we did, 
taught us a lot. The, not the secret one, but the the first live one mm-hmm. to cold. Mm-hmm. I left. I made the mistake of leaving the chat live again and had some more trolls. And yeah, and the conversion rate wasn't great on that first one. Mm-hmm. So then, this, by the time the second one came around, I, and I was really thankful to do multiple because a lot of times you only do one, you know. And I did, so I did multiple. And uh, that second one came around, and um, you know, I turned the chat off. I made some adjustments to the to the pitch and everything, and that one converted really well that second one what was the time then, period between that first one that you just mentioned that you that didn't go so well and then the second one where you made the changes to it was it the same so did, day was same it same day yeah like, i did the, like, the first one at noon and okay. the second one at 7 p.m so guys everybody listening right now this is this is if you're doing multiple webinars over a period of a couple of days this is a great lesson that carrie's talking about here learn from like if something didn't go well, learn. Try to learn why it didn't go well. If something did go well, do more. Like learn from that, and also and and try to do more of that for the next one. So Carrie had my guess is maybe like a five hour window between the end of that first one and then the beginning of the second one. He made changes to the second time that uh, for the webinar for the second time he was presenting it. And because he learned from what, like, what, oh, this didn't go very well. Oh, the chat box was kind of a mess. We had some trolls in there. Okay, made a change to that. Made some edits to the pitch and and so forth. So you constantly have to be willing to learn what worked, what didn't work, and then make some changes and and maybe some strategic decisions on the next time you do it. And I love that you did that, carry within a five-hour window. You're like, all right, I got to do this again to make some changes. And then you saw better results from that second one. Yeah. And, it, and I would just add to that really quickly was one of the biggest thing. I mean, I made some big changes in that five hour window. Mm-hmm. And one of the biggest things was on the first one, I was trying kind of something different and I actually had the price at the beginning of the pitch. And then I mm-hmm. went through the the whole offer uh, and it was just a tactic I, I learned uh, from a book. And so I noticed, you know, I gave the price and then started going into the offer and there was a huge drop off. So I was like, yeah. that was a big shift where I kind of, I'd rehearsed so many times that I had to shift my whole pitch to, you know, shift that around and mm-hmm. it worked much better. So that, that second webinar, uh, total sales, I, I think we, we probably did, when all was said and done, we probably did about 20,000 or so, or t- maybe even closer to 25 with all the payment plans and everything. Over that uh, launch? Uh, no, total, total for the launch was probably clo- around 35, 35K for the total launch. So how are you feeling at that point? Cause you're like, oh, I did, we just did about 35K going into that launch, you were afraid to shut it down for a month because your Evergreen was doing pretty well. You're doing like said 10 to 15. What was the mindset at that point when you're like, oh, we just had a lot of success on on the live launch. And you're like, now what? Well, I don't know if this really answers your question, Rick, but, but I remember the webinar day. The most stressful day, you know, that, that those two webinars, I I like barely, I barely ate. I mean, I was like, I was stressing. I was still working on slides up until, you know, that 12 PM noon webinar. Mm -hmm. I remember that night I I was, it was a two hour webinar, which that's a whole nother subject. The two hour webinar at seven, I got done at nine. I waited, I was, I was getting the emails, the, you know, I was trying to get, make sure everything was going out after that. And I remember about 10 or 11 at night, you know, pitch dark. My wife's sitting out on the couch just waiting to hear how the webinar went. You know, I'm right. working out of the house. And I just remember running out of our bedroom and just doing circles around the couches <laughs> and just like yelling. Like my kids are sleeping and I'm just like, yeah, you know, I'm so excited <laughs> just because that, that second one had converted so well. So I don't know if they answered your mindset question, but I was really well, excited. That does answer <laughs> it. Yeah. Um, that reminds me, how many people did you have registered for um, this, for these webinars? 
that's a great question. I don't, I don't have the numbers in front of me, but I think it was around, it was around 2000. I think around 2000 was my goal and, and we got pretty close. It might've been closer to 1800. Had um, all of, of those people been in the Facebook group or, I mean, it's probably, it, I mean, cause they're opting in for, actually this brings up a good question. So you were building your list via the lead magnet and then I'm assuming that, and then you were trying to get them in the Facebook group. I'm assuming that you had them register for the webinar as well. Is that correct? Yeah. So when I was running that lead magnet, one thing I did that worked so well was I just gave them the lead magnet. And then on the thank you page, I just right there invited them to the Facebook group. Right. And, um, and I want to say I was getting over 70% like conversion from the thank you page to the Facebook group. Mm -hmm. I just had a little blurb about like my story on there to kind of introduce myself and, and, and then I'll, I let people get in there. And, um, and then, and then in addition, in the first email, when I delivered the lead magnet, I made another pitch to get in the group there. Cool. You know, so that, so I was trying to get everybody from that lead magnet into the group. Well, then when it came, you know, about 10 days out from the webinar, I was going live in the group, posting in the group saying, Hey, get registered your seat for the webinar. I was retargeting those lead magnet, the people that yep. had taken the lead magnet, retargeting with Facebook ads. And then I was also hitting my email list saying, you got to register your seat. So it was all the angles getting those people into the webinar. Awesome. So you had 1800 to 2000 people in the webinar after that second webinar that evening, you're doing circles around your living room at 10 or 11 at night while your kids are sleeping. <laughs> Love it. Um, what were you so stressed about that day? And that's not a sarcastic question. I'm just like, because, and I'm asking this because so many people can relate to that where you're like, you're, you're, you're making changes to the slides right up until, you know, the webinar time, you're not eating, you know, don't recommend that. But what were you, what was the biggest stress during that time, during that day? where you're doing two webinars. Yeah. I mean, it, it was a combo of all things. Like it, it, it was the, uh, the preparation. I mean, just get, I mean, honestly, just give my heart and soul, like to not only the webinar, but the group and the content I've been releasing YouTube videos for six weeks straight. And I'd been going live every week and, and, you know, making all of these new tools and new content. And I had actually, well, the most stressful part was I redid the entire course. Like I, I recreated everything. I added a ton of stuff. I moved the platform over to Kajabi, mm-hmm. a ton of stuff. And um, it was just that it's just like, I think probably what other course creators and launchers can, can relate to is like, it's like that culmination of every, all of your efforts and all of your time and work and energy missing nights with my kids. Cause I'm trying to get this course done and get the webinar made and get the, make sure the ads are performing and the group's good and you know, all this stuff. And it's just like, it all comes down to this one day, you know, is it going to work or is it not going to work? You know, and you, the money you'd put into Facebook ads, I mean, you go on and on, but it was just that it was just all of that stuff. Like, is it going to work? You know, isn't that interesting because a week before you proved that it worked, mm-hmm. you did, what do you say? 10, 10 ish thousand yeah. to the wait list. That definitely helped for sure. You, you proved that work, but yet you were still, which is super common. You still had those doubts and that stress and like, oh, you know, I've done all, you know, got to make sure that like, this is a big day, even though you'd already proved to yourself that, hey, get people into the Facebook group, nurture them, let them. And eventually what you did was you, let, you got them on a wait list and they converted. You had a massive show up rate, 40%, and they converted into, into sales. But yet... When you were doing it a week later, the mindset shifted a little bit, which again, super common. And there was a lot of pressure to like, oh, it's a big day. Got to got to make sure this you're doing this right, quote unquote. It's interesting, isn't it? As you look back on it now. Yeah. As I look back on it now, you know, golly, man, the, the, the amount of 
stuff you learn from doing that is, I mean, that's the thing I think about the most is just how much confidence that built in me. And then the things that happened in the next few months, you know, just, uh, I took it evergreen again and I've done another 20 probably iterations of the evergreen webinar. And now I just have so much confidence, like, Oh man, I could go, I could go create a webinar and I know it's going to convert. You know, I know yeah. the pieces, I know, know what I need to put in there. And, uh, now the, I just have so much confidence, uh, have to have a different mindset, you know, altogether. I, I, I say that acting as if that's, it was forever ago, but that was actually just three months ago, not even barely yeah. three months ago from what we're talking about when you did. We have live. been through a pandemic since then. So it, it seems feels like three feels years like, ago. Right. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I, I mean, it wasn't that long ago. So the other thing I want to touch on there before we move on to like, you you know, going back to evergreening it, you just mentioned, I'm doing Facebook ads, I'm in the Facebook group, I'm putting the course together, I'm putting a webinar. Were you running, were you, were you a one-person show at this point? I had a VA that I think I hired in February mm-hmm. and I had her her helping a lot and she's great. She, you know, she was, she was, uh, that was and that was right after I left that retreat in January is when I hired her, you know, yep. cause it, I went and you guys were like, you got to get a VA, you know? So we got a VA and she is phenomenal. You know, she's in the Philippines and, um, she could edit videos. She edited all the YouTube videos. She was creating infographics for me. She was managing customer service. She was welcoming people in the group. I mean, <laughs> doing, doing a ton of stuff, yeah. but yes, the, I mean, you know, building the course, doing the ads, going live, you know, all creating content. That was all, all me for sure. Yeah. So after the webinar, successful webinar launch, what was the next step in the business? Because you done well, it was closed down. The course was closed down for during that time. You know, you're at at this point, you're at mid to late March. Successful launch. Now, what's happening? What's cool about doing that, like going through a launch and feeling successful with it, is that I came out of it just like now I can do can do anything. You know, mm-hmm. I, I had that feeling of like, what do I want to do? And that's when I, I met with you at some point, you know, mm-hmm. on a call or something and, and said, uh, you know, I really just, I don't know if I want to launch again. Like I really would, I really want to spend more time with my kids and, you know, have some more of that time freedom and, and build a business that I love. You know, this is a very new business, obviously. So, you know, yeah. it hasn't been around that long and, and, and you were like, okay, it's your business. Do it, do it, you know, go do it. So yeah. it was like, if you want to go evergreen, go evergreen, you know? And I learned so much just in the few months that I'd been in the accelerator and all the stuff I'd been through. So, you know, I just, I just took it evergreen and man, also one thing to, to, to say is like having the confidence after doing that web, the live webinars, knowing that that webinar converted, it was like, yeah. so I had confidence going into the webinar or the evergreen to know that, Hey, this webinar already works. Like I know it's going to convert, you know, it converted live. So so you went, did you go evergreen pretty, pretty shortly after that in April? Yeah. So this was, the launch was mid March. So I went yeah. about, I think I was closed for about two weeks for the rest of March yeah. and took it evergreen at the beginning of April. At that point. So you're running ads to the evergreen funnel. Are you, are you restarting at that point to send people from your Facebook group into the evergreen funnel or was it just strictly ads? And I guess part two to that is, are you filtering, are you still filtering people into the group at this point? Um, yeah, so it's it's been kind of a work in progress since April, mm-hmm. uh, as far as the the strategy on getting people into the group and how the group kind of fits into that that mold. Yeah, but the main way that I was selling the course in April was from Facebook ads to the Evergreen webinar with an email sequence on the back end. Was um, it converting like you wanted it to? Not quite, but it was really successful. So 
we ended up with the, about 21K in April mm-hmm. uh, after coming off of, you know, 35K launch or something. Yep. You know, we, we, we did about 21K, which I was really happy with. And we had much better profit, mar- really good profit margins in April. Yep. And so, you know, it was good, but I knew I could make it better. I knew I could keep improving on it. What told you that? Because I remember the conversations we started to have around this time. What was what was telling you? What were you seeing in the overall performance of the funnel that said, you know what, we're doing well, but we can we can we can optimize this to be even better? Yeah, the biggest thing is looking at. I mean, we're just breaking it down. You know, there's your lead cost and your webinar show up rate and mm-hmm. the amount percent of people that are getting to the end, yep. and then it's how are your email email, your follow-up emails, you know, what are the open rates? What are the click-through rates? Uh, looking at all that. And yeah. so the biggest opportunity that I had was that I was getting cr- great lead costs. You know, I've been around three to $4 uh, per lead for the last three months on mm-hmm. the same ads, which is crazy. Yeah. But people were getting on the webinar and then there was just huge drop-off. You know, the, the way they weren't getting to the offer. But when, you know, I'm looking at the numbers and I'm like, okay, I did 21K and I only had a few hundred people see the offer. You know, it's yeah. like, you look at that and you're like, the light bulb goes off and you're like, I just need more people to see the offer. Right. You know, that's, that's the key. Yeah. And so uh, that I, was the I, tweak, I, the biggest tweak I need, knew I need to make. Let me just pause you there real quick, Carrie, because everybody listening right now, like this is, this is what this is about. Carrie looked at the numbers and said, you know what, for the amount of people who are making it to the offer, they're converting. So it's as simple as number one, get more people to see the offer. And then number two, where am I losing people in the funnel? In this case here in the webinar. And so it's all about, I talk about this a lot here in the show. It's like looking at your overall funnel, breaking it down and seeing where you need to optimize to make the improvements because it can be really overwhelming to be like, I don't really know what to, what, how to look at this and what to fix. Well, you just break it down step by step. Okay, my lead cost and my conversion rates are pretty good up front. My show up rate's pretty good. Ooh, my, you know, uh, I see a big drop in the webinar at, at whatever point. Oh, what's going on at that point? And then maybe your conversion rate for the people who are seeing the offer is really good. And I'm just oversimplifying this. And then maybe the follow up sequence is converting really well. Okay, that tells you, all right, we need to focus on getting more people to see the webinar. How long was the webinar, Carrie, that you were, that you were doing at that point? That's I know this is funny was, because yeah. we were we were giving you a hard time about it. How long was it? <laughs> it was like an hour and forty five minutes. <laughs> like, it's not terrible, but it, it is pretty, pretty long, long for an evergreen. And <laughs> Gary was very resistant. Just so you guys know, Gary was very resistant to, like, wait, it's converting pretty well, and this is what I've done before, and it works. Um, and so, you know, a part of the discussion one in one of our uh, group calls was like, all right, let's see if we can reduce that. What was, why was it so long? And that's, we're not even talking about Q&A, right? Am I mistaken there? You're just trying to make me look bad now. Come on, Rick. I'm not. This, no, dude, this is so common. I'm just kidding. And I'm raising my Uh, hand. Been there. Yeah. No, I mean, the the biggest thing that I had, I guess, read in books, you know, in different courses was like, you have to have an amazing origin story. You know, that's Mm going to be the thing that connects connects you with people and uh, builds that know, like, and trust before you go into the content. Because, you know, content's great, but we all know if you're just going and clicking buttons and showing people how to, you know, whatever, design a t-shirt or build a Shopify store that people are going to tune out. Like that's not, you know what I mean? Like, it's just like, yeah. this is boring. Yeah. So, you know, I, I, I wanted to have this amazing 
origin story to kick off the webinar. And, and it is a great story. You know, it, it, and a lot of people would email me and, and send me messages like that story changed my life, you know, just about yeah. being fired and going through all the money issues and starting t-shirt business, t-shirt business tanks, you know, all this kind of stuff and resurrecting it and the whole, the whole story. So that was the biggest thing. And then <laughs> you guys were like, Nobody cares about your story. <laughs> oh, we said, how, we said, how long does it take you to get through the story? I think that's what we yeah, asked. Yeah, and and I, then, yeah. How and long it, was it taking you? Well, I started the story at probably 15 minutes in, Yeah, you know, and then it was like, it was probably 30 or more minutes that I was on my story. <laughs> so, so a little bit too long. Your story is yeah, important. For sure. Yes, for sure. but not that long. Okay. So you made some changes to it and shortened it up. So, well, what's, fun, what's funny about it is I, I re-recorded it one day. I, I cut like 50 slides out. Like I had like... 50, five zero. I had like a hundred like over... I was going to say, did you I want to say like it was like slides? I want to say it was like 175 or one... Okay. Maybe it was like 195. I had a ton of slides. Yeah. And I cut like 50 slides out of it. And I was like, this is going to be the shortest, greatest webinar. And so I re-recorded it. And I didn't set a timer or anything. I was like, I'll just, I'll just nail it at an hour. I re-recorded it. And I, I pull up the file. I'm so confident. It's an hour and 35 minutes on the, on the, new, so on you, the new version. So you cut 10 minutes off of it. There you go. We're making progress. <laughs> oh my gosh. So, um, so then I had to get really surgical and I got it down to where it's actually, actually the webinar that I have right now. Mm-hmm. It's about an hour and 12 minutes. And I it really intentional to hit the pitch right at around 45 minutes to hit that pitch. And really the last 10 minutes or so is just like a walkthrough of how to sign up and what, you mm-hmm. know, what the course looks like and just kind of the, the back end of it. So how is this one converting for you? It's converting a lot. It's, it's a lot better. It's, it's really, really well. And, and that's a, a lot of, a, a couple other tweaks I made as well to the yeah. back end sequence and different things like that. But so the past few months, you've had some of the biggest months, if I'm not mistaken, in, in revenue, where you've been at the past couple months revenue wise. Yeah. So, so April, we did about 21, which is what we we're just talking about. Mm-hmm. And then we just finished up May and total sales, like this, the number we sold was over 39,000. So we almost doubled our sales, you know, month over month, which is crazy. How many iterations of the, of the webinar have you done? It's like so your first webinar, that 35 minute webinar, take a guess on how many iterations. I actually have no idea the answer to this, but I, I know you've gone through a lot. I'm trying to make a point here. How many iterations have you gone through? I, I think it's got to be over 20, maybe really? even closer to 30. I can't remember them all. I have all the files on the drive. Like I could go yeah. back and watch them all, but it's, it's gotta be around 20. Although that might be fun for you at some point one day to watch the iterations of your webinars and see, Oh, for sure. You're like, Oh my God, that was my first one. So, sure. so this is such a great lesson, everybody that, you know, what one thing I love about Carrie is like, he doesn't like, he just keeps learning. He's like, he's not going to stop. He, he's like, all right, you know what? This one, he's on like 20 something version 20 something of his webinar and he continues to iterate that and optimize and improve and looking at, okay, this is working. This is not working. That sort of thing. And right now it's working. He just did almost 40 grand in, in May in, in sales. I do want to start to wrap up, but I, I do want to touch on, cause this has been a conversation that, and I don't think you've re- like come up with a clear um, path for this yet because it's a big discussion. One thing that you have really struggled with, and this is, I mean, I hear this from so many people, is the balance between free content, free value versus what you're going to be selling. Because you've got this amazing Facebook group community, you're doing your videos, 
your didn't you start a podcast in like three days or something like that it's like, oh, yeah, I remember that. Yeah, that was in January. <laughs> I, I think in January, I was kind of trying to do everything. Like, I just yeah. like, I'm just going to do everything. And I've scaled that back since then, for sure. <laughs> I'm trying to focus in on, you know, getting really good at one thing. <laughs> That's one thing. Yes. I'll another discussion. That. Yeah, another discussion. <laughs> but where was I going with that? I totally lost my train of thought um, with the... Oh, was free content versus... Oh, free uh, content. Yeah, because yeah. you built this amazing group and it's very engaged you're in there, you've been in there a lot, answering people's questions, doing Facebook Lives. And it's like, but but it, it becomes, how do you balance that free value of answering everyone's questions versus showing up, showing them what's possible, but yet still wanting them to succeed by getting them into your program? Where are you at right now from a mindset perspective around that? Well, the thing that I've been kind of been living by, and I'm sure it's something you said to me at some point, I'm sure I've heard it other places, but that kind of, I have it on my whiteboard over here is, you know, teach the what, not the how. And so I've been kind of filtering everything through that of like, I'm not going to break down the step-by-steps, you know, of, you know, whatever I'm teaching and people, you know, I think, I think I, another thing I kind of live by is those that pay, pay attention. And it's like, if I really want to serve those people in my group, if that's my goal, and that is my goal, my goal is not to make a bunch of money. My goal is to, you know, impact people and, and help people make money yeah. with t-shirts and, and e-commerce. If that's my goal, then I have to do everything I can to get people to uh, invest their money in themselves because that's the thing that will get them to take action. Yeah. You know, when and you put your money on it, Yep. And that, and that, and that's so evident in the accelerator program. You know, I committed to the accelerator program. Look at the results, mm-hmm. you know, <laughs> put it, just making that investment in myself is like, man, it's, you've been listening I, to I'm going to do the work. Yeah. You've been listening to podcasts at that point for, let's just call it two and a half years yeah. and you'd made some progress, but it's like, all right, once you invest in yourself, hold yourself Ooh. more accountable, boom. Now you're implementing taking action on a different level. Not that you weren't before, but now it's like lit a fire. <laughs> you had a fire lit under you. It's like, all right, let's get this going here. Yeah. And now you have a you have a full time employee who just yes. started at the time recording this. Just started four Monday. days ago. Yeah, four days ago. What are they What are they doing for you? Uh, she's you know it's just me and her right now, and she's she's kind of doing a hybrid of a lot of things. Mm-hmm. But the biggest thing is implementing systems processes into the business, like it's almost like it's not a real business when you're just alone, kind of just everything's in your notepad or in a Google mm-hmm. doc and you're mm-hmm. just going, you just do things, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And so now, now it's like, oh man, we, we like, we've actually built this thing that people are really passionate about. People love it's actually helping people. Yeah. And she's putting some, she's dotting some I's and crossing some T's and, and doing some, some of that kind of stuff, which is going to free me up so much more to be able to create, create more content, build better relationships, do the things that I'm good at, the marketing and the sales mm-hmm. and, you know, have that peace of mind. And, uh, it's, it's pretty cool. It's, it's really cool. The business is growing up. You have an office, you get your first full-time <laughs> yes. employee, 40k yep. month last month. <laughs> yeah. Um, it's awesome. I'm so proud of you, man. And it's been, uh, I'm super grateful just to play a small part in, in all this and watch you grow. Like, you know, you mentioned earlier that your goal is to what's most important to you is to help people like that. When, whenever I talk to you, whenever I see you, that shows up as your main things. Like you just have the biggest heart and you just want to help people. Sure. You, you have a, a family to support and you want to, you know, create revenue, but your first goal is to be helping people and help change their lives. And so, and, and that's apparent whenever 
you know, it's, it's apparent in how you show up. And so that's just a huge testament to you. So you're just getting going, my man. And I've told you this before, like you're at a point right now where you've got the momentum going, you're going to continue to optimize the business. And it's like, all right, cool. Where do you want this to go? And it's just a matter of deciding where you want it to go and you're going to do it. So anything else we didn't cover on everything else we didn't touch on that you feel like is super important to make sure that we hit on? Uh, not that I can really think of. I mean, I, I'd encourage anybody listening, you know, if really the, the biggest thing is just, if you haven't invested in yourself with whatever that is, maybe it's a $7 book, you know, or yep. maybe it's a thousand dollar course, or maybe it's a coaching program. That has been the the one biggest thing that I could just put my finger on and pinpoint when I made, when I just made the decision, I'm, I'm investing in myself and in, in learning new skills and improving my mindset and the results have always been massive. Even going back to the court, you know, I told you about a course to do the group launch. Yeah. It's like I paid $500 for the course and I produced over 10 K. Yeah. I mean, the return on investment is unbelievable, that's, you know, yeah, that's awesome. And it's been every, every time uh, I've never, never regretted it. So, so that would be my encouragement. That's so good, man. Well, thank you so much for being so open and sharing all this information. I, I know that, you know, so many of the listeners of the show here can relate to, your story at different parts of it and where you're at and where you've been and what you've gone through, where can people can, where can they connect with you on, on your site, Instagram, podcast, YouTube, where, 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 what's the best place for best places for people to uh, connect with you? Yeah. On Instagram, I'm at Carrie Egler, K E R R Y E G E L E R at Carrie Egler. Um, same thing on YouTube, Carrie Egler. If you want to join our Facebook group, it's shirtschool.com slash Facebook shirtschool.com slash Facebook. And then um, uh, you can visit us at shirtschool.com, free, the free web class on there, awesome. shirtschool.com. Guys, I'll, I'll link all those links up for you in the show notes over on uh, on my site for uh, all the Carrie stuff here. Carrie, thank you again, my man, for, uh, for coming on here. I super appreciate it. Thanks so much, Rick. All right. Hope you really enjoyed this one with Carrie today. Such a good guy and just so excited to see where he takes his business over the next uh, 12 months or so. Uh, hey, if you've not yet left a rating and review for the podcast over on Apple Podcast, it would be a huge help, a uh, huge way to support the uh, the podcast here. It also allows us to reach more people with our uh, with our message here. And so it only takes a second. If you would mind doing that, I would super, super appreciate you. Uh, send me a screenshot and let me know that you've done that. Shoot me um, a screenshot over on Instagram. Instagram, DM me. I'm at Rick Mulready there on the Instagram, okay? Coming up on the next episode, I've got another quick tip episode coming your way. So until then, my friend, thank you so much for tuning in today. Super appreciate you. And I'll see you right back here for the next episode here of the Art of Online Business Podcast. Do you want to avoid the seven biggest mistakes that burn through course creators ad money? I see these over and over and over again, and I put them together in a mini email series. This is not fluff. Each of the seven mistakes, I also have a recorded video tutorial showing you inside of Facebook ad manager how to fix those mistakes. This is good, solid, and it will save you money or help you make more money with your Facebook ads click down in the show notes below. You'll see the link and you can go download it right now for free.